on air, online, on your smartphone, from the KM Media Group. This is KMFM. Welcome to the KMFM Daily News Podcast. I'm Lucy Hickmott. Coming up, parents in Kent are being urged not to shout negative comments from the sidelines of children's football matches. All Love Island contestants are going to be offered training and therapy to help them deal with fame following the death of former Kent footballer Mike Thalassitis. And a Kent model who's in a wheelchair and suffers from alopecia is hoping to inspire more diversity in the fashion industry. KMFM. KMFM News. We start today with news of a campaign by the Kent FA who are urging parents not to criticise children on the football pitch. The sports governing body in the county wants mums and dads to give positive encouragement to their little ones rather than hurling negative comments at them from the touchline. They've released a video with former Gillingham player Andrew Crofts who speaks about his own experience growing up and advice for parents. Here's part of his message. I think especially with youngsters, they need positive energy positive people like so that added pressure that comes from the sides or comes from wherever I think it's a big thing that needs to be taken out of the game especially at young ages my support of my parents growing up um, was nothing but positive um, I can honestly say I can never once remember my mum and dad being on the side and having anything negative to say and not once did my mum and dad say you didn't play very well today Andrew or could have done this you could have done that they was all the, always the ones that picked me up. If I was a little bit down from my performance, they were the ones that said, Look, never mind, you've you done all right. Um, did their support and encouragement help me? 100% yes. My message to parents um, on the sideline in Kent football would just purely be, fill your kids with positive encouragement. Let them enjoy playing football. Football's a beautiful game. Um, try not to, to give them any negative uh, ad- anything negative, anything negative, stay away from. If they haven't played well, so what? It's a game of football that they're playing at young ages. If they've done something well, tell them they've done something well. Try not to be too vocal from the sides as in telling them when to pass, when to shoot. They didn't do this, they didn't do that. Stay away from that. That's what the coach is there for. The coaches can guide them on how they should play. As parents, I'm a parent myself. um, And all I think as a parent, you should take take your child there Tell him to go and enjoy himself or her to go and enjoy herself and just enjoy playing football. Learn, be the best you can be. Encourage them to work hard, to listen to their coaches. Um, But most importantly, just fill them with encouragement. And if they have had a bad game, just stay away from being too hard on them. And just say, you know, next training session, next game, work hard, enjoy it. And that will be my message to parents. The campaign is all about making sure children enjoy the game and they're using the hashtag LetUsPlay. Ish has been chatting to the FA's Youth Development Officer, Luke Baker. The Let Us Play campaign was started to try and reduce negativity on the sidelines and to give our young people an environment that they can just play football and love. Far too many of our young people drop out of the game because pressure from the sidelines, whether that be from parents or coaches. And what we really wanted to say was that we need to reduce that so that players can play in an environment they can love. So unfortunately, what we hear from children is that when they're playing and they hear that negativity, they just don't think they can perform at the levels that adults want them to. And ultimately, when they're 5 to 11, the way that we judge success is have they got a smile on their face, are they loving the game, and are they learning something? For us, that's the key criteria around success when they're 5 to 11. Unfortunately, too many adults hold on to the idea that actually the next uh, 60 minutes in the game is really important and we need to score more goals on the opposition. We want to try and redefine that. 
like I say, particularly that five to 11 age group, so that success looks like children having fun, loving the game and learning. And at that age group in particular, it's an age where probably those children who are interested in football are probably perhaps just starting to pick it up and learning all about the game. I mean, it's not about becoming professional footballers at that time, is it? Absolutely not. So um, many parents will have at home boys and girls um, that have either played football or want to play football. Now, we've got a real opportunity there to create a generation that are decent people, that are well-mannered and hardworking, and we can use football as a tool for that. We don't just want to see football as a sport where we need to go out and try and get three points um, or anything like that. It's really about can we use football as a vehicle to make a real impact in society? And we need to create the right environment for that to happen. We need to give them a taste of the game so that they can love it. And hopefully they'll have a lifelong love affair with football. We can provide football all the way from five right up to walking football now to 75, 85 year olds. So um, we want to try and give these young players a taste of the game so that they can love it just like generations before them have. And that type of environment, how important is it for creating a positive one? Because children can feel pressurised and perhaps even in extreme cases, if that pressure continues long term, that could lead to potential mental health issues. Absolutely. Um, for us, we see too many children drop out of the game. A huge proportion of children will tell us it is because of that pressure from the sidelines. And actually, that's something that we really want to avoid. We want as many people playing football as possible. The game really is for all. So we want people of all abilities, all genders, all ages, um, from across the country playing football as much as possible. And, and adults don't realise the impact that their negativity has. So what we've managed to do, is we've spoken to young people, we've given them a voice, and what they've told us is, in an ideal world, if they had a magic wand, what they would try and do is reduce that negativity so that they can go out on a Saturday or a Sunday or to train in and just play with a smile on their face and just love the game and make their own mistakes without pressure from adults. KMFM News. On to other news now and Love Island is going to offer training to help all future contestants deal with being famous following the deaths of two former stars. Sophie Graydon was found dead in June last year and ex-Kent footballer Mike Thalassitis died last week. The help will focus on dealing with social media and financial management and will be offered to all islanders not just those who ask for it. Psychologist Judy James says reality TV affects people differently. There's some people that achieve instant fame and they have to learn how to deal with that. I think there's other people that probably more frequently they'll have their burst of fame when they're on the show and then they come out and have to integrate back into normal life again. And that hits them very hard as well. We found out today that getting to school by bus in Kent is going to cost an extra £60 from September. The price of the young person travel pass is due to rise from £290 to £350 per school year. Council bosses have approved the hike, which will save them £800,000. With the cost of living already rising, some have criticised the move, saying it will put an extra extra strain on families' finances. But the man in charge of transport in the county says children here are lucky, as some in other parts of the country don't get any subsidised help from the council in getting to school. Moving on now to an issue that's been in the headlines recently, knife crime, and what's being done to tackle it in Kent. We're told almost 30 weapons have been seized by police in the county as part of a week-long crackdown. Blades, a baseball bat and even a chainsaw were recovered last week 
week during the national campaign. Officers stopped 150 people, arrested 62 and found almost £100,000 in cash and 350 wraps of Class A drugs. It comes as Kent Police have confirmed they're going to train more officers to use tasers. Chief Constable Alan Pusley says it's because of a rise in violent crime. Between 2010 and 2018, figures for knife crime in the county showed a 152% increase. That's the largest in England and Wales. And finally, a model from Tunbridge is hoping to inspire more diversity in the fashion industry after losing her hair and being left in a wheelchair. Caitlin Lee suffers from chronic pain and non-epileptic seizures and shaved her head after clumps of hair started falling out due to stress. She's told us it's been a long journey to get to this point. My hair loss at first was definitely horrific. It was, I just, I never imagined me to lose my hair. Um, and, you know, six to 12 months ago, I would have never thought that I'd be stood here in front of you right now, telling you that actually, I feel probably the most confident I've ever felt in my life because I have learned to embrace my hair loss and make it into me and make it into something that is a staple when people see me. Since being diagnosed with alopecia, Caitlin has worked with big brands like Sainsbury's and Primark and is now trying to encourage a change in the industry. Definitely think that diversity in the fashion industry is going in the right direction, slowly as it may be, it's definitely going in the right way. Um, and I think it's really important that we show all different types of body types and skin types and hair types, etc., um, disabilities, whatever it is, in the industry. Because how am I meant to go out and shop for clothes when I don't see anyone that looks like me? You can watch our video report on Caitlin's story at kentonline.co.uk. That's it for now. Don't forget to follow KMFM News on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram for updates during the day.